0: Hello, my name is Brenda. She,
1: her. I'm Austin. He, they, like she.
0: And this is Secret, Secret Histories, Histories of, of Nerd, Nerd Mysteries. Mysteries. Hello, everyone. This is a very special episode of Secret History of Nerd Mysteries called "Goes to the Movies." Damn it, my humidifier! T- <laughs> Take care of that.
1: I'm back. We're going to the movies.
0: We're going to the movies. This is a Secret History of Nerd Mysteries double feature in which we watched two movies. And we're going to tell you a little bit about them. You know, just a little, just a break from format. Just have a little bit of fun with it. Have, yeah. Having a good time. Um, Austin, what movies did we watch? We watched Phineas and Ferb,
1: Candace vs. the Universe. I think that's the name. Is that the name of it? <laughs> I, th- I think,
0: I think. Yeah,
1: Candace. Yeah, that's it. Nice. Got in one. And we also watched um, Disney's Mulan 2020, not the 1998 film or the 2009 live action Chinese Mulan, which is also good. Oh. I've seen I've seen I've seen seen a lot of Mulan media.
0: (laughs) You're going to be the expert on that one. (laughs) Yeah, so we're just gonna roll like right to it. No news this week. There was news, but we're not gonna talk about it. So we're just gonna go straight <laughs> into um, Phineas and Ferb, Candace versus the universe. Yeah. Um, This is the second Phineas and Ferb movie. This was a Disney plus exclusive mm-hmm. Um, that premiered like last week. Uh, It's about uh, Phineas and Ferb's older sister candace who just wants to expose their inventions to their mom and this is her one goal in life and that's the movie she gets abducted by aliens <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's the movie also they're aliens yeah it starts out there's like, aliens too it, it starts out like a episode of phineas and ferb might which i don't think this is like a spoiler like it starts out like have you ever seen phineas and ferb it starts out kind of like that like but it's a, if you've ever seen a Candace episode, because her episodes always start and they already built the thing. And she's like, I got a show mom. Uh, and it kind of, at some point, she gets abducted by aliens. Uh, yeah,
0: which, this <laughs> is not the first time she's been abducted by aliens. No. So already I was kind of just like, this has happened to her before. One, Phineas and Ferb have already been to space, so this isn't yeah. like anything like different it's not like a conflict they have to solve they already just have a spaceship and two Candace is the queen of Mars canonically is the queen of Mars yeah I was
1: thinking I was like she got abducted and she's like kind of worried and I'm like this is this whole this entire plot has happened before
0: yeah so it's like it already had a lot to live up to because I'm a big fan of um the first Venice and Ferb movie the uh what was it the second dimension one yeah because like that has a lot of stakes, and I feel like Phineas and Ferb maybe has just already explored most of the stakiest things. Like, there's an episode where Candace does expose the brothers and what they're doing, and then there's, like, the movie where they meet, like, alternate universe mm-hmm. themselves, and, like, everyone figures out that Perry is a secret agent, which is not allowed, which is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been around the world in one day. That yeah, was pretty big.
1: They've kind of done a lot, and I think... What I enjoy because those stakes weren't high, but the stakes were, like, more... In this film, the stakes are more emotionally based. um, And it almost feels like it should have been half an hour longer, because they don't get to the emotional stakes until towards the end of the film. Yeah. And so... The whole
0: film, I was just like, I think Candace just needs to go to therapy. (laughs) (laughs) I think she needs to talk to someone about this. (laughs) Because, like, I don't think it's Phineas and Ferb's fault. No, the, I mean, like, one. How old are they? Are they like eight? I they, they're children. They're
1: kids. Like she, they're kids, and she's a teenager. Is like, and can is Candace like sixteen? I feel like there's an episode where she tries to drive.
0: Yeah, I think she's like you know 15, 16 ish. So she's like kind of middle middle teen ish mm-hmm. age. Mm-hmm. You know, so she's very into <clears throat> like she's been a boy. She's super high strung, um, but she's like completely like. Not not saying that all girls, are like, teen girls are really high-strung, but I know I was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I feel like...
0: Just from personal experience. Like,
1: I feel like what's weird is... So this film, like, Phineas and Ferb the series ended, and... I Spoilers for the end of Phineas and Ferb, but it ends and it, like, flashes forward to, like, when they're, like, going away to college. When they're like, we have a new movie, I was like, is it... Are they adult or... So, like, they're kids still, so, like, this... It happens at some point canonically in the, like, eternal summer that they live in.
0: So, yeah, so nothing can change, like, right. from what they've already shown us. So that's already an issue. And I know there was a theatrical Phineas and Ferb movie that was, like, kind of in, like, production limbo for, like, five million years. Mm-hmm. And you already had the best movie you could potentially make. And I, I rewatched Second Dimension after Candace. Um, and I was like, yeah, this is just more solid. That This feels like a theatrical movie. Candace mm. doesn't because I don't think no. Candace is the most popular character.
1: No. And it, I'm it, not
0: going to say I dislike Candace, but
1: <laughs> I don't dislike Candace, but yeah, it doesn't feel like it feels more like a special, which is why I cannot see them making like a mm-hmm. Disney Plus exclusive than a feature film. Like it felt more like uh the team behind Phineas and Ferb maybe had like like we kind of have something to, like we we got we thought of a new story. It's kind of okay. The jokes, I think, are pretty funny. They had some pretty good jokes.
0: Oh, there's some pretty good ones. Um, I'm trying to think. I liked the chicken... There are going to be some spoilers. I liked the chicken gun. Oh, yeah. The whole thing with the chicken gun, I was like... At first, I was like, okay, this is weird. And then it just kept coming back, and I was just (laughs) like very into the chicken gun.
1: (laughs) There's one joke that was like, this is clearly something that I'm missing, where Phineas and Ferb repeat the same weird alien word like ten times together. And it's
0: yeah it's weird I, I and I'm really... like
1: I'm missing I'm like I'm missing something. There's like a joke here that is going over my head.
0: Yeah, I was like I feel like this is like a kid joke. Like a kid might just like think, which is fair, it's a kid show. But mm. anyway, like kids might just think that saying the same word over and over again is funny. That's true. It just wasn't for me. I was no. like, okay, I get it. Um I disliked the adulting song. <laughs> <laughs> that one that one felt like
1: so what's interesting, right, is recently on tiktok there is like a big trend among uh gen z to make fun of like millennials for like turning adulting into a word um so so it felt like which is weird because i think the creators are older than us i think they're like i'm pretty sure they're not millennials so it felt like them trying to get in Uh, on the joke
0: yeah they're old (laughs)
1: like it very much felt like they're like yeah, isn't that funny that millennials say adulting and it's like whoa, 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 old man, slow down.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's just like um, what's the girl's the girl's name? I forget uh, her name. It's the Girl Scout.
1: It's not Stacy. That's Isabella. The, Isabella.
0: Isabella. Yeah, like her and Doofenshmirtz just have like this like song in the middle of the movie, kind of almost out of nowhere, where like Doofenshmirtz is just like, I should be in charge of this uh group on this. Planet, which is definitely the planet from the end of Sonic the Hedgehog, where uh, <laughs> Eggman gets stranded, like the Mushroom Planet from Sonic the Hedgehog. This is the planet that Candace gets beamed up to. What? Anyway, they have. Yes, I will show you. I'll show pictures. It's I have. I haven't literally
1: Sonic the Hedgehog the movie. I haven't seen the movie.
0: Oh, okay. So you can see this in some commercials, but like at the end of Sonic the he- spoilers for Sonic the Hedgehog, the um, Nami, NAMI Oscar winner for 2020. <laughs> um, <laughs> at the end of the movie, and they showed this in trailers, so it's not really a spoiler. At the end of the movie, Eggman is like on a foreign planet and he like has like, he looks more like the Eggman from the game instead of just Jim Carrey. But he's on this planet full of mushrooms. That is the planet that Candace gets stranded on. <laughs> It's I, the same thing.
1: <laughs> that that's a crossover when.
0: Yeah, when well, Sonic. The, I mean, Sonic the Hedgehog was in OKKO. OK Sonic the Hedgehog, Phineas and Ferb crossover when.
1: Everyone, <laughs> hey, everyone's gonna want to hang out with my boy Sonic when he wins that Oscar, being like one of I know Oscar that winner,
0: <laughs> Oscar winner Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, they're gonna have to make a a category for video game movies.
1: Oh yeah, I I could see that. Um, because I did they do do the like uh creators talking from a storyboard joke, which I feel like they've also done before in the show. Maybe I'm wrong.
0: They have. Yeah, they have done that a couple of times, so it wasn't like too too out there. That, I mean that's just funny. Also they've done it a couple times. It's just always
1: funny. Like anytime any show does it, it's like it gets you yeah. going. You're like, that's a uh, it's a funny joke. Um <laughs> it it it's it's a little like safe, but I think that's what's weird is like a lot of the movie felt like a safe thing to do and not a Phineas and Ferb thing.
0: Yeah, it was really safe. There weren't any, like, wild inventions. No one, like, was... There's no peril. Like, there was, like, the subplot where Perry goes on... um, Goes to, like, try to save him and he has to stay hidden because he can't let Doofenshmirtz see him as a pet and he can't let the kids see him as a secret agent. So he's just kind of, like, behind the scenes saving them. He has a whole song, which was kind of weird. It was, like... a like a ballad. Yeah, it was like... <laughs> in space. <as> he's... <laughs> they like
1: tried to make it sad. They're like, isn't it so sad that Perry has to save the day all the time and never gets credit? And for a little bit, I was like, I mean, that is sad, but it's also his job. And also, it's been, again, canonically confirmed that when he takes his hat, hat off, Doofenshmirtz is like, I have no idea. I've never Can't seen Can't recognize that- <laughs> him. I've never seen that man before.
0: <laughs> yeah, so he could just tag along as, a, as the platypus pet, and no one would... Be any of the wiser and sneak away when he needs to help, like.
1: Or like I. Get, but no. And and I feel like, I maybe Phineas and Ferb are too smart, but I'm like, if the, if they saw him in the hat, would they know it's Perry? You know.
0: They, I think they they answered that in the first movie. I can't remember how that went down, but I think the first movie kind of addressed that because in that one they do figure out that right. he's a secret agent. Right. I and Phineas is actually pissed about yeah, it. he's like. That's how that goes. He's like mad. <laughs> yeah, he's. He's, like, super pissed. He's like, you're a secret agent. You didn't tell us what the fuck, Perry. <laughs> yeah, he's he, like. He kicks him out of the house. He's like, get out. And then a sad song plays. Is like Perry walks away, dejected by the only person
1: yeah, he <laughs> yeah, Phineas is like, how come you didn't fucking tell us you're a secret agent, not our platypus? We trusted you. And I'm like, what are you talking about, kid? <laughs> <laughs> like, I just need people to imagine if your cat was like. Actually, I'm a secret agent. One, I'd be like, "Well, I'm clearly having some kind of breakdown." uh <laughs> Two, I don't think I would question why they didn't tell me, because if you're a secret agent, you're not supposed to tell. I, that's like in the word.
0: Yeah, pretty much. No, he's he's like in the house of his like alternate universe selves, mm-hmm. and he's just like, "Get the fuck out, Perry." Yeah, he's like, "Leave." <laughs> like,
1: we leave. we can't trust Man. you. What are you talking about, dude? <laughs> what What are you actually <laughs> talking the
0: about? There's like a couple times throughout Phineas and Ferb, like all, the whole series, where like Phineas gets like weirdly mad. Like there's the Marvel crossover special. Oh, yeah. Where like Phineas gets like, yeah, remember when he gets, like, really pissy that Candace wants to read comic books?
1: Yeah, he gets really, like... And he's
0: just like, Candace, you can't read it! It's like, he, he
1: Phineas, really what is your about damage? It? He's like, ah, oh, Candace, you're being yeah. a fucking loser. You're fanbor- You're fangirling over these superheroes. Get the fuck out. You're ruining everything. And you're like, what are you talking about, kid?
0: It, yeah, it's like, son, please. <laughs> I feel like Phineas and Ferb weren't really in this movie.
1: No, and I, and I get it's, like, it's a Candace movie, but I'm like, if it's gonna be a Candace... I would have personally enjoyed it better if it was a Candace movie. It was just, like, a Candace movie. There's no, like, space stuff. Yeah. Like, it's, like, she's, like, goes to, goes to like, go on a date with Jeremy. And, like, and, like, Phineas and Ferb stuff's happening in the background. Because, like, that's what people were watching for. But it's, like, mm-hmm. I would have enjoyed it more if it was her fighting the urge to implant herself in her brother's summer and having her own summer. Because I feel like that's, like, what they're trying to get to with this movie, like towards the end, like how, like Phineas and Ferb have this, some line about like, they, they, summer is summer because of her, you know? And it's like a sweet moment, but I feel like that scene could have been so different if she was like, wow, I've wasted my entire summer at 15 chasing my brothers. I should go on a date with my boyfriend or go to like, you know, and they do those episodes, Mm -hmm. but it would have been cool to have a movie of her, like trying to have a life. Because, again, I don't think... Phineas and Ferb don't do anything in an antagonistic way. Like, anytime they figure out they're upsetting Candace, they're like, oh, our bad. Um, except Yeah, they that immediately,
0: t- like, try to make up for it. They love her.
1: Yeah. They, they like, don't get what her damage is. They're like, we don't know why you're so obsessed with telling Mom we're, like, building a... Sp- we'll tell Mom we're building a spaceship.
0: <laughs> yeah, they, they don't see any problem with what they're doing. And, like, you know, some level is Candace is, like, worried... Sometimes Candace seems to be worried because it's dangerous, which yeah. is 100% fair, because they did build a whole ass roller coaster. And in this movie in particular, they built a giant robot clown that's yeah. just juggling them in its, it's dangerous horrifying. robot hands. It's horrifying. <laughs> yeah. So, like, can't blame her on that front. But um, there's an ep- one episode that proves, like, that Phineas and Ferb aren't intentionally trying to keep it from their mom. They, they literally just, like, say, like, yeah, we were doing this, and their mom gets... Piss. Yeah, she freaks as out. an alternate universe wanted to. Yeah, she freaks out and she like sends them away to like a boot camp. Mm-hmm. That episode's very traumatic.
1: <laughs> yeah, it like breaks the world and Candace it- has to go back and fix it, which is weird because there, there have been multiple times where Candace like busts them, which is what she's out to do, and then like the world breaks. She's like, mm-hmm. oh boy, I can't bust them, but then she tries again. <laughs>
0: Yeah, then she just does it again at the end of the first movie. And sorry, I keep bringing up the first movie. She kind of learns like from her alternate universe self that she needs to chill out. And then she proceeds to not chill out.
1: Yeah. again. I I don't know if that's an issue of like it being the type of Disney animation it is where like there are plot points, but it's also the kind of Disney animated show where like episode to episode, it's kind of a reset.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, it definitely doesn't build on itself. Like, there's characters who show up, like, new characters that will continue to show up. That's about it for continuity. There's no, like, overarching lore about Danville and the tri-state area. Yeah. No. It's it's just pretty... It's pretty tame. Um, I thought there were too many songs, and all the songs were too long. The songs were, like... That was a critique.
1: I the songs are just okay. I, I get, like... Because Phineas mm-hmm. and Ferb, there isn't a song every episode. It's usually like a big deal when there's a song, uh, and I feel like they were thinking like people will be looking for songs. I don't know why, because it's a movie, I guess. And they were all yeah. like just fine,
0: uh, and they were just too long. Like that opening song, which I did read, had been like added pretty late into the like into production. Mm. Which um, the animation on Candace's neck while she's riding a bike is horrendous. <laughs> So her head was just like you know Candace has this giant long neck and her mm-hmm. head is like a ball on top of this and it just was just like swinging side to side it was very concerning but anyway that song was kind of funny for like one verse and then it had like two more and i was like oh and i feel like that's kind of every song had just a little was just a little bit too long um i liked the last one in the movie. The last two. So like yeah. the, the the big group song, that one was okay. And then the silhouette song during the credits. That one was funny. Um that one got me pretty good. The
1: silhouette one was funny. The big I like big group songs. I the best big group song Funniest and Purpose Ever Done, and will always be the best group song, is Summer Belongs to You. Yes! Uh, oh, that one's so good. Anytime there's a big group like I was watching the movie and I was like, Man, I really want them to be singing Summer Belongs to You right now. Like that's what I wanted instead. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I was I was thinking that too. I was just like, you know, this other song is better than this one. <laughs> like, oh, that is a good one. I'll I'll try to play like a little bit of a clip of that one. Yeah, I don't know this movie was it,
1: it felt more and I don't know if this is like I've gotten older or whatever, but more than any other Phineas and Ferb media, it felt very much like here's something to do for an hour and a half kids
0: yeah and it's not a bad thing to watch with your kids it's entertaining yeah. but like it wasn't as engaging as some other Phineas and Ferb stuff and you know I was thinking that too I was like maybe I'm just too old and then I went back and watched the um first movie and I was like no <laughs> it's the children that are wrong. <laughs> um people die <laughs> at least oh yeah <laughs> they just like well okay so they don't really die they they regenerate. Oh, no, no, okay, not so them. aliens.
1: No, not them. What? The, they're in one of the scenes, there's a guy who falls into, like, a... Remember, he falls into, like, a, a mud pit or something? And he's like, oh, but I'm still okay. Oh, and, yes! And then this thing comes up and, like, eats him? And he keeps talking, like, for the joke, but I'm like, that dude's dead. <laughs> a
0: monster just ate him. Yeah. <laughs> That that got me pretty good though. I thought that was because fu- like that it's like this big white monster with all these teeth, and he just kind of like approaches this guy very slowly, and he's just like, oh, oh no, and then he's in the thing's mouth, and its teeth just slowly come together, like. Because he. he <laughs> the comedic f- timing on it was really good. It was
1: very good because he falls in a pit. He's like, Uh, ah, but I'm okay though. Don't worry. And then this thing shows up. He's like, oh no, and it eats him. And he's like, ah, I'm less okay now. And then he, you still, they go under the water and he's like, even more or less okay. And I'm like, and then, <laughs> it's very, I'm like, I'm laughing when I'm like, that guy's dead. I don't think they've ever killed someone
0: dead. before. <laughs> yeah, that was, I didn't think
1: about it. Yeah, I was, I had dwelled on that the rest of the movie because I, yeah, they, they like, <laughs> the bad guy aliens can be exploded, but they regenerate, like they're fine, which is okay. Um, Then I'm like, I, they killed at least one guy.
0: Yeah Phineas and Ferb killed a man
1: Their kill count is now one (laughs) And now thirsty for blood They cannot be quenched
0: (laughs) Yeah so real quick The the aliens that regenerate Candace goes to this planet There's aliens there When they get really excited their top half explodes And they make a sound effect that sounds like Candace's name Yeah Now um, Austin did you catch who does that sound effect?
1: Uh Ye, isn't it is it i have a name in my but i'm very worried about sounding <laughs> it, wrong in my own podcast <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's tiffany haddish does that yes. that little voice clip yes I and i was like so. excuse me how much how much did you pay for that there was a surprising amount of famous people in this movie let me bring this up really quick That i like, didn't need to be yeah universe um, Weird Al is in it, and bring up the full list. Uh, oh God, who? Oh, the name. Wayne were, Brady is. <laughs> <laughs> Ali Wong. Yeah, it's like Allie Wong. I was like,
1: it was, it was, it was with an A with an A for sure.
0: <laughs> Weird Al Yankovic is in it, and then you have like just like the people who are just always in it. So like Mitchell Musso and Ashley Tisdale have been literally doing this for like twenty years, <laughs> ten years. I don't know how time works. <laughs>
1: That's wild, yeah. Because Ashley Tisdale did this. Was Sweet Life as Zach and Cody done? Was it still airing?
0: I think it was still airing. So she was still doing that, and then like I think High School Musical, she was still in those too. So that was like a big, big time. She was a big get as yeah. Candace's voice actress on the Disney Channel.
1: I think it's amazing because like of all of all the things she's done, this is like what's lasted her. legacy. there are kids who like know her as Candace and not as mm-hmm. whatever her character's name was in Sweet Life. It does make me remember the episode when, because Sweet off Zach, and Cody had an episode where High School Musical, were like, because mm-hmm. Sweet Life, Zach, and Cody was in our world, so like they were all excited about High School Musical when it came out, and they had this, they had this whole bit how Ashley Tisdale's character is like, I look like Sharpay, and everyone's like, I don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's really funny. I really love when things happen in our world and like, and actors in both, and they're like don't you think I look like Will Smith? And it's Fresh Pencil Butler, and they're like, I don't know what you're talking about, Will. I don't, like, shit like that really gets me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good.
1: Uh, but yeah, this movie, it, it's an, I think it'd be a really good movie to watch with siblings. It has a lot of, which the Mm show's, like, the whole franchise is full of that, because the whole, the, usually the antagonistic force is Candace trying to catch her brothers, and her brothers being naive children uh
0: yeah and then like doof like making a thing that doesn't work yeah oh and my Perry having to fight him in the background <laughs> oh my god
1: the axinator oh did you know t- oh my god that
0: was so weird
1: <laughs> did you the, <laughs> okay did you notice on the back of the axinator was a self-destruct button <laughs>
0: That whole bit was so good, but it was so weird because it was like set up like a Looney Tunes joke, yeah. which was like already weird. Like the axe kind of just pops up on the side of the screen. I was like, "That's pretty good." Then they cut to like a shot behind the axe, and it's got a destruction like a self destruct button on the back. Which is that's and I was like, "Okay, that's <laughs>
1: very it's very good because Go his his biggest flaw is like he can't help but put self destruct buttons on everything he makes. So the fact that he Made an axe, I guess (laughs) I don't I don't understand if he made the axe or if he found an axe and put a button on it.
0: On it or what or like he brought that with him on the ship. But like the whole joke is that they have this chicken gun and the chicken gun can replace the object you shoot with the chicken ray with the nearest chicken. And they had already which is on Earth.
1: They had already done it once. So he sent like a alien dragon to Earth.
0: Now they need to get themselves back to Earth, but they can't switch with another chicken on Earth because there's already a chicken on the planet. So, I <laughs> thought just pulls out an
1: <laughs> he's just like, What if we got rid of the chicken? And frankly, for some reason, his daughter's like, We're not going to kill chickens. Like, I don't know what you're talking about, Vanessa. There's an alien invasion. We're killing this chicken. Yeah, <laughs> this chicken's got to die.
0: <laughs> we have to get rid of this chicken. <laughs> To save Earth, this chicken must die. <laughs> I also, I... but fortunately, the gun has a setting for the farthest chicken.
1: <laughs> the gun bit was pretty good because then later Candace gets the gun, and there's like furthest and like Palm Springs and near. There's like a few like really goofy settings.
0: <laughs> Palm Springs adjacent. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, what we're really saying is like the Doofenshmirtz stuff was very. I think like it can't not be funny. Like he's such a slapstick villain, you know. But Mm -hmm. the main quote-unquote main character stuff, like Candace, Phineas, and Ferb, was, like, all pretty weak.
0: Yeah. Pretty weak. But... So they just need to make a movie with Doofenshmirtz and Perry. They... Like, Perry goes missing.
1: I mean, that would be good. (laughs) They tried to do... They had, like, a... I don't know if it was shorts or what it was. Like, they did a Doofenshmirtz thing where he became an agent.
0: Oh, yeah. that, That was, like, a prequel. I haven't seen it. It was, like, but I think it was a prequel because Schwartz is technically an ocelot because he was raised yep. by ocelots.
1: He's he's technically um, an agent, So he, he, can te- <laughs> he can join... He can join... Oh, uh, whatever <laughs> it's called. It has some really weird name.
0: I think... O-W-C-A, I think?
1: That sounds right.
0: I think... Yeah, that's close if it's not exact. So, yeah. So before the whole series starts, he does join the secret agents because he's technically an ocelot. Um, yeah, I haven't seen... That special, that was like a special. It's probably on Disney Plus, I have no excuse.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And then it it carries over, because in Milo Murphy's Law, he's an agent again. Uh,
0: Oh! Yeah, he
1: shows up at least once, like, as an agent. Uh, I have not watched much of Miles Murphy's Law. I don't know the weird background subplot. I know one is, like, time travelers, and at some point, Doof and shows up as an agent. It's, I don't know. I I don't really fuck with that show, being honest.
0: I would probably watch the Doofenshmirtz adjacent episodes and be like, all right, done with Milo Murphy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it's something to do for an hour and a half. It's not bad, but it is, Mm -hmm. it's not their best work. It feels more like, like I said, it feels more like a special than a movie. Um, Yeah. There's a really, there's a good throwaway line with like, find out Jeremy LARPs, which is Candace's boyfriend. Yes
0: he's just in the corndog van making weapons and stacy like there's like a big invasion happening so stacy Candace's best friend just like pops into the corndog van and she's like jeremy we gotta go and jeremy is just already in the corndog van like making a spear (laughs) she's like oh (laughs) you're
1: already making weapons for the alien invasion and jeremy's like alien invasion and then later she's like (laughs) she like notices he has like fake armor mate she's like is this like a She's like, are you, I think she says cosplay. And then she's like, is it like, is it live action role playing? Are you larping? <laughs> it, and it's funny until she says live, <laughs> until she spells out live action role play. And I'm like, okay. I mean, when you say it like that, like, what, why are we accusing Jer- Like let Jeremy live his life. Why didn't get a scene of Jeremy LARPing?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I want a movie where Jeremy LARPs, like takes Candace on a LARP. Can you imagine oh Candace God. on a LARP? I
1: think she'd end up loving it. Cause remember, she would get, remember she's a secret yeah. nerd.
0: I think she'd get way into into it.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. She, she's a secret nerd. She would get way into it because she would end up becoming like, I don't, I like a dictator, a dict like <laughs> older, the, the show I I enjoy Phineas. older nerd men cannot resist turning the girl in like into like the goddess. You know, like she would show up and then yeah. be like, oh my god, a girl's here. Which we're really listen anyone anyone that's a creative listening, we are over that plot line. Please don't make that plot line. Please don't make it like, yeah. The dudes are just amazed a girl is a nerd. Please don't,
0: <laughs> like. Girls are just nerds now, so but that's <laughs> and what, always have been. But that's what they would do, <laughs> and and I it yeah it
1: could be okay because I know Candace like Candace as a character likes to hide her nerddom, which is like a thing she does. But it's not like everyone mm-hmm. like Stacy is a nerd, but Stacy like doesn't care if people know that she's into like Ducky Momo and stuff. If I remember right, um. Yeah. So I could see it being fine for Candace. I want an episode where, like, Candace and Stacey go, where Stacey's like, oh, yeah, ever since the alien invasion, me and Jeremy LARP, do you want to LARP? And then Candace (laughs) is, like, afraid to LARP in public.
0: (laughs) She wears her Ducky Momo costume.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And it's some weird thing in the LARP where they're like, oh, my God, the Ducky Momo has returned. We've now seen Ducky Momo for the last 400 LARPs. (laughs)
0: She's somehow like and the queen of the Candace LARP. Candice like the queen of the LARP and she's in like a ducky momo fursuit. <laughs> hey,
1: Candace, I don't know how much you can hey. hide, lady. You have a ducky momo fursuit. <laughs> she,
0: where does she keep it? It's you just like seen, in a corner of her like, room. Where do you hide like that?
1: All, it's huge. All, I've seen fursuits. You can't hide she's
0: like, that. She has like a trap door in her bedroom, which is on the second <laughs> floor, by the way. So that makes it funny. And, like, the suit's inside the trap door.
1: I like to imagine she hides, like, her Ducky Momo fursuit where Perry hides his hat. And once in a while, they see each other and she's like, hey. And Perry, like, clicks at her and she's like, all right, we good here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then they just go on. <laughs> that's, it's, yeah.
1: That's Candace versus the
0: That's the movie. You know, if you like Phineas and Ferb a lot, there's some good jokes. But other than that... I w- probably would not rewatch it. Yeah. Although I did rewatch bits of it with the Japanese track on. Um, oh, how was that? Because I like the Japanese. Oh, I like the Japanese voice cast for Phineas and Ferb a oh, lot. Oh, I might do that. Don't ask me why I have this preference. <laughs> Don't ask me if I have a playlist on YouTube full of Japanese Phineas and Ferb songs.
1: I mean, hey, we're all weebs here.
0: I'm major weeb. But yeah, no, like Phineas' voice is really good. Doofus voice is really good. Candace's voice. It, it was all just like top notch. And I was just like, this is also very enjoyable. And with like Disney Plus in the United States, we get like a lot of European tracks for things. We don't usually get like the Japanese track. Mm-hmm. And I did check to see if it was on like the regular series and like the first movie. And it is not. It's just on this one movie. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting. I was like, why this one? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Neat.
0: Endless questions Well we're gonna take a small break And for you guys it won't be long Because for us it'll be like over an hour But for you guys it'll be like A couple seconds are we gonna And then get... we'll return with Mulan
1: Are we gonna have like cold music It's like Oh Yes
0: It's gonna be like Summer Belongs to You But like so warped that they can't copyright Strike us <laughs>
1: nice try we'll find
0: like a re- whoa, whoa,
1: whoa. we'll find like a remixed like lo-fi dub sub channel that's stolen it already be like hey I, they don't don't look at me
0: they, yeah we didn't do it they posted
1: this free on so. youtube they said license free I don't I don't know what to tell you Mr. Mickey Mouse please take that gun away like a
0: <laughs> a lo-fi remix of like this platypus is controlling <laughs> Turtle's patrolling me. He's underneath the table.
1: <laughs> hey, I the squirrels in my pants song is it's very unfortunate uh, now.
0: <laughs> um, yes. I, I was thinking about that.
1: Anytime I'm on Twitter and I see simp, I'm like, wow, they really, they really can't ever play the squirrels in my pants episode ever again.
0: Ever again, squirrels in my pants is just done.
1: <laughs> anyway, we're on a break now. Yeah.
0: Hello everyone. Welcome back to Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. Go to the movie's double feature. Um one second ago we were talking about Candace versus the Universe and now we're going to talk about 2020's non-theatrical Disney Plus exclusive <laughs> Mulan.
1: <laughs> well, only non-theatrical for some people cuz te- it is being released theatrically. I don't I can't remember if it's being released in the states. I know it is overseas it's coming out in theaters.
0: Yeah, because they get to go places. They just
1: go places. Um,
0: here in Michigan, yeah, here in Michigan, uh, movie theaters are about to reopen. Drive-ins have been open, so like drive-in movie theaters yeah. have been allowed to operate, and then some movie theaters, so like um where Austin is, uh movie theaters have been doing like outdoor showings. Mm-hmm. So the movie theater downtown in Grand Rapids has been doing like twenty bucks for like a four person space, socially distanced in front of like this screen that they have out there. Which is a cool, I I don't think they planned that, to use that for this. (laughs) No, But it's cool that that was part of the building. (laughs) And it
1: seemed like a brain blast because it took them a while to start, like it it took a good while before they were like, wait, we got a whole, we got, we got an out, guys, we have a screen outside. And then someone's been like, oh my god, we have a screen outside. (laughs)
0: There's this big screen outside the front of this building. It's a brand new building. And usually they just show, like, buy your popcorn. Yeah. This thing's happening. Go to this thing. Yeah. But um, then they were like, wait, oh, we can show movies.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I don't know how it is, because they've been showing, like, popular movies that have already been released. Like, they showed, like, Iron Giant. They showed, like, Into the Spider-Verse. They did La La Land. I hate La La Land. <laughs> but they showed it. <laughs> um, And I do wonder, like, I don't think they've shown anything new and big, like, the only new movie that I know that's, like, come out in theaters and attempted was New Mutants, which, <laughs> yeah. okay. Um, but uh, movies like that, like, <laughs> like bigger AAA, like, box office movies were, like, they released intending for you to sit in a theater with, like, the super amazing theater surround sound and, like, all of that. So I just wonder, I wonder what it feels like. Uh, And we can attest a little bit because we watched a big AAA Box office release, which was Mulan, at, like we both watched it at home.
0: I watched it entirely on a phone.
1: I really need to hear so. about. It. I I listen.
0: I okay. I need to
1: hear about this experience <laughs> before we talk about anything.
0: Yeah. So like, the movie didn't release until like three o'clock in the morning Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> um, I was missed. Which was a lot, and yeah, and I like Austin stayed up till midnight waiting for it, and then they were like, "Oh well, that's Pacific." time yeah not eastern standard time and it's like damn it so um i you know i don't stay up late i went to sleep at my normal time shut my phone ringer off at my normal time and went to bed and i woke up at like eight and went on my phone onto the disney plus app and put down 30 (laughs) dollars and um, bought mulan um (laughs) so and then i watched it proceeded to watch it on the phone of my iphone xr
1: Wow. That's, that's commitment. I, listen, so I stayed up until midnight and then I waited a little bit because sometimes things like, like digitally getting stuff uploaded can take a while. So I was like twelve fifteen. and like, I called it. I was like, it's not going to be. And then I found an article that said like midnight specific time. I was like, oh, okay. And then I got embed and I opened up my phone and I had like a targeted ad on Twitter that was like Mulan streaming it out. And I was like, what? And so... <laughs> I opened up Disney Plus on my phone and I was like, I'm going to watch Mulan on my phone because I don't want to get back up. But it still wasn't there. And I kept getting yeah. multiple targeted ads after midnight. And like, there, there's this big YouTube ad I got at one point when I was like, I was trying to find stuff for my hair, which tangent, but this big YouTube ad that was like streaming now on Disney Pl-. And I'm like, it's not. They release really- so, <laughs> hey, Disney, you really messed up your digital PR because you let all these ads release at midnight local time that were not accurate. Yeah.
0: It's like, just release it. Like, who cares? Release it midnight for everyone. Yeah. Like.
1: Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't please. matter. We're You're already in Calvin. It doesn't matter. You're already in Calvin Ball territory for movie releases right now. It's because it, it got delayed in. It got delayed because of COVID. Uh, twice,
0: I think. Yeah, because it was supposed to come out in May. Yeah. Or June.
1: And they pushed it back to, like, a, they said, like, late, like, August, and then they were like, okay. And and then in August, they're like, it's going to be on Disney Plus. So.
0: Yeah, they just kind of gave up at that point. Um, I feel like their main focus was to get it into theaters in China. Mm-hmm. That was their goal this whole time. And I think... I forgot to look this up, but I feel like things are kind of going back to normal in China. Um, give me one second. I am going to Google if movie theaters are open in China.
1: Uh, well, Brenda does that. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's... In China. It's definitely <laughs> interesting because... Disney made very clear, to say multiple times, because I think they first announced it at, like, a shareholders meeting or something, and they said multiple times a lot of reports said, like, this is not gonna be the new, wait, this is not the new business model, this is a new avenue for releasing feature films, like, this is a one-time special thing they'll never use again. But, they put in this whole infrastructure something called Disney Premier Access, which sounds a lot like a new branding business model for releasing feature films. Because technically... yeah. What we did wasn't paid $30 to just have access to Mulan. Technically, if you read it, it says $30 to have Disney premiere access.
0: Yeah, I noticed that. I was like, this is kind of really fancy for just watching Mulan. <laughs> so I interesting feel like it's
1: going to be a... They're going to check the numbers because it's a holiday weekend here in the States. Um, they want to, go to do it in China, but the States are... A, a huge like people do not see movies the way we do in the United States at all. Mm hmm.
0: Um, we're kind of like very into it, just a little bit. Like, a,
1: like, <laughs> like a lot. Like, when I was when I lived in Japan, I, I made some friends, they like see maybe two or three movies a year in a theater. Um, and in America, it's like absurd. It's like what you it's that's like what you do on the weekend.
0: <laughs> it's like. Yeah, there's nothing else to do. I don't know if they just have, like, there's more to do. But here, like, you can go to the movies or you can um, watch Netflix in your house. Like, yeah, it's, if, if you don't play sports. No,
1: we're, like, so media <laughs> driven. Heck. Like, I don't think, like, if I go a month without going to a theater for something, it's it's a weird month.
0: Yeah, part of my, like, last year, I had no money That was rough because I, like, saw one movie, maybe two last year. Mm -hmm. One of them was Dora the Explorer. (laughs) So, um, it was rough because, like, it felt like I was kind of disconnected from, like, the pop cultural knowledge. And I worked at a comic book store, so, like, I technically am supposed to know what's going on. I didn't get to see, um, what didn't I get to see in theaters? Oh, Last Jedi. Didn't get to see it in theaters. Someone spoil it for me. The first date was out. That's,
1: uh, oh, that's rough.
0: I've never yelled at a customer before. Bad day. I definitely yelled at that man.
1: That <laughs> day, Brenda didn't yell. She killed.
0: <laughs> I've never yelled at a customer, but I have killed one. I have killed. I have thrown a McMuffin at one. <laughs> I did that at McDonald's once. It was Easter. He was being an asshole to me. So I threw a McMuffin at him and it hit him right in the middle of his fancy church suit. Got him. And then I ran.
1: Fucking nailed him. Uh, are theaters open in China? Do we find out?
0: Theaters are open in China. Oh, not go. in like... I. It, what I was reading, these are like um, articles from a couple months ago. So more could be opened. But they are opening ones in like lower populated areas. So not Beijing, not Shanghai. But mm-hmm. maybe that has changed. But it's looking likely that movies such as Mulan... And I couldn't find a definite in my short search that Mulan is out in China. And Tenet might actually release in China before we get it here. Wow. So that's you know yeah. that's the state of theaters
1: because china's like the uh, like it's america and china as far as like companies are concerned for like big markets
0: yeah um those are the two big ones and this was definitely and i like this movie i'm just gonna say it front like right in the front i thought this was a pretty good movie we'll talk about it more but um this movie definitely kind of did was made for like a chinese market um the cinematography the, the big stunts those are very like inherent to like chinese uh filmmaking and movies.
1: Right. Yeah, it I also enjoyed especially the, the
0: beginning scene um with the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The chicken almost lost me.
1: <laughs> um yeah, it has a lot of like if you are someone who's watched chinese media, um especially like chinese action films or American action films that are clearly inspired by Chinese action films. If you're a fan of like Jet Li's movies and stuff like that, uh, you who's
0: in this movie
1: is he does shop? <laughs> um, you see, you see a lot of like those elements, and I feel like it's elements that American viewers I mentioned to see what people say because I feel like they may see them as cheesy or as not like because American cinema, especially action scenes, are very like. Choreographed to look perfectly real, even though you know no one fights like.
0: Yeah, Um, these were a lot of like wire work. Yeah, like stunts done on wires, and there's some parts in this movie where it's done like incredibly good and it looks amazing. Mm -hmm. The chicken scene was not one of them, which is the first scene of the film. (laughs) It it, the
1: first, it's rough. I feel like the hard part they had is because like it the the first scene is her as a kid, um, and you you can't have a child do that stunt. That's for sure. No. But also, you can't, no. but it's not like there's a stunt double for a, a, a stunt double for a child to be another child still. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs>
1: I feel like they're like, huh, we really, uh, we did not think this scene out, huh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so it's, I, I want to see, like, what, like, America, I, I looked up a couple of reviews and they were mostly positive, mm-hmm. but I want to see, like, what, like, people say who aren't movie reviewers. So just like the average, I want to see what someone like my dad would say. Right. Watching this film. Cause I feel like he would be like, what? Right. <laughs> it's like that scene. Have you ever seen Lion King on stage? Uh huh.
1: Twice actually. Okay. So
0: you know that scene in Lion King where like, Oh, nice. Um, where, and I don't know, sometimes the scene is in there and sometimes it's not, but there's a scene in Lion King where Mufasa is dead and the lionesses are mourning him. And they kind of reach up and they like pull out the streamers for the tears. Um, yes. And sometimes that scene that seems like typical. And I, I believe it's typical in Japanese um, theater Yeah. theater from somewhere in Asia. But that's typical there. But to like um, I saw this in high school. So like all the high schoolers that I saw it with were just like, what was that? <laughs> so sometimes the scene is not in because it does not resonate with an American audience. Mm um especially in traveling performances where it's not like people in new york who are like i'm going to go see a broadway play it's just like um uh, me and my high school class was wandered into the into the the fox <laughs> the fox theater in detroit yeah yeah i know i know
1: what you're saying there, there's some yeah. things that may yeah not translate well um so i be interesting to see i do want to one thing off the riff just so it's like out there and it's so no one's like you didn't what about this um the actress who played Mulan does has some troubling thoughts <laughs> from the pro- yes. from the protests that happened in China. Um, but what I will say about that is it's hard to know what famous people from China think because they are heavily monitored.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we can't like it's one of those ones where it's in a it's in a weird gray area. I definitely respect people who don't want to go see this movie because of what she said about um the protests in hong kong and like um i definitely super respect that and i get it 100 percent um you know but yeah it is with the like the mass censorship it's really difficult to tell if like she felt like she needed to say that to help her career or if that's really what she believes or what yeah um if she were to speak out for Hong Kong, you know, that puts her in danger. And that's something we have to also be cognizant of. Yeah,
1: it's um, it's a weird space too. and I just wanted it to be like we, me and Brenda know I, I get yeah. where people are coming from and mm-hmm. I don't I try not to give my opinion too much on things that are so far removed from my experience. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what her life is like to where she's at and I have no idea what it's like either for the Hong Kong protesters and I'm not gonna pretend that I'm an expert on the intricacies of that world. I just usually defer to people that are smarter than me, and I'm sure some mm-hmm. of those people have thoughts about doing it or not. If someone speaks up on it, we'll just try and share it with our social. Be like, this person said something, and we, yeah. like, here's what they.
0: Yeah, um, and then I also just want to say neither of us are Chinese. Yes. Um. So we can't really comment on like how like the authenticity or like what they were going for. Like we're just saying this is very outside perspective. Um, so if we find any good articles from a Chinese perspective on this movie, we'll definitely share this on our Twitter. So that can be known as well.
1: Yeah. I, this is all yeah. like, we are two American people who like movies.
0: <laughs> we're doing our best. We just, we just like movies. And one of those movies we liked was Mulan. Um, I did like this movie and I wasn't sure if I would. And there were, the beginning is very shaky. Yeah. I'm going to say, um, I think... We lost, because it doesn't have the music, it's not a musical, no. so it's not like um, the the original animated version mm-hmm. um, at all. There's like some score, like some score that is like reminiscent of like the songs. So like um, reflection is incorporated into the score in certain scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, and But I did find myself in certain moments missing the power that the songs from Mulan had, because the songs from Mulan were incredibly good. Um, and incredibly emotional we lose that whole um scene where reflection is in the original like where she like runs out and she's like taking the makeup off that is not present in this version she goes to the matchmaker it goes badly there's some bad cgi in this movie yeah there's bad the rabbits looked bad so
1: what i think i noticed the bad cgi there's there are a few bad cgi and there's like one cgi thing everyone that like is reoccurringly bad <laughs> um yes <laughs> but i feel like what they shifted the money into was more of the like the set pieces and the set design and like the costume and like the the bigness of it was amazing
0: mm-hmm. yeah there was like a scene with like the was it the palace and the guy going down the stairs and i was like did they build that yeah is that cgi yeah i was i was trying to like, i was like where that?
1: where is are they somewhere on locate like where is that <laughs>
0: yeah i don't know yeah maybe it was on location but i didn't recognize it completely maybe like they grabbed the stairs from somewhere <laughs> and like incorporated like cobbled it together for a scene it's in one scene of the movie yeah. and i'm like they didn't just build this for this one scene but it looked gorgeous um the fight on the yellow river was also really good
1: it was I- i'm very curious the set, Brenda, the set for that um because yeah. I know your dad builds set pieces. Like, if whenever he watches it, like, if you get to watch with him, to ask him, like, did they build that? Do you think they built that, Dad?
0: I can definitely ask him, like, what he thinks. Um, like, if he thinks it was built or not. But, like, he he does say that, like, a lot of the stuff that he builds is, like, incorporated with, like, uh, green screens, like, built right in it. So, like, for example, like, Venom's spaceship mm-hmm. had, like, real components and then, like, a big green screen stuck on the back of it mm-hmm. to kind of finish it up. Um, and, like, tw- <laughs> 2005's haunted mansion film. Um, <laughs> a big chunk of the mansion, <laughs> a big chunk of the mansion isn't there, but the main the main structure of the mansion is there. But then there's a chunk of it that's not there. So yeah, the the, the blending of um, live props and CGI, or like even like uh, former like matte paintings and older movies, right. it's always very interesting.
1: Yeah, I think this movie did a really amazing job, too, with, like, use of color and lighting. Like, I think the CGI wasn't that great, but I can definitely see why they may not have leaned into, like, what we're used to, which is, like, photorealistic IMAX CGI, because it it only, there's, what, three CGI elements, really? Because, like we said, a lot of it is, like, wire work for the fights and stuff. There's not, like, CGI. Mm -hmm. They don't do, like, the CGI green screen flying stuff. They do, like, wire work. So... yeah. I could see them on um, fireworks
0: on sets. Yeah, yeah. There's
1: some um, interviews of the cast and crew and stuff. Um, on like just, I saw like on Disney Plus's Twitter. I'm sure it's some even stuff too, where they're showing some of the scenes. And there's one scene they show where uh, I'm so the villain. <laughs> I'm so bad with names. I only <laughs> remember Mulan's name from this entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was, like, trying really hard. I was, like, Brenda, you have to remember what everyone's name is. Because almost everyone's name is different yes. from the original. They they still
1: have – Ling is still in it?
0: That was – Ling is in it and Poe, and the third guy, I think, had the same name. But I definitely forgot his name. yeah, <laughs> yes. Okay, so they're still in there yeah. in a very – um much smaller role. Yeah,
1: they're, they're definitely in it as, like, you – like, you – like, it's definitely in it for people like us who've, like, seen – the animated one, like, you you know who these people, like, you know their personalities, we're not gonna, you, you know who they are, we're moving on.
0: Yeah, that was pretty much it, like, um, I found it really weird how, like, they still, Ling has the, the picture of his, um, betrothed in a little tube, mm-hmm. that was kept over from the original yeah, like, one. And I was like, they're like, that's a interesting will keep. We'll keep,
1: we'll keep that, keep. we'll keep, they have a few, <laughs> they have a few lines in the movie that are, like, line some songs in the original that are weird to hear Mm -hmm. as dialogue because then they say them and in your head the song starts playing but then the scene moves on and you're like, wait.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I honestly think I wish they had done that. I get why they did it but I wish they had done that less because every time that happens I'm like punched out of the experience Mm -hmm. and into thinking about the original and missing the songs. Um, Because I did, I did miss them. Most of them. Um, I really missed Reflection because I feel like that whole emotion that that song conveys was just not present in this final version. And I really missed Make a Man Out of You, because they still had a montage, it just had no music.
1: Yeah, it's very Um, weird, and I I get why, because it wouldn't, it doesn't fit, because the Aladdin movie uh, has all the music, but the Aladdin movie was refilmed as, like, a Bollywood has a ton of music. mm -hmm. And so I get why, because Chinese pieces like this don't have music and they're very high drama. Um, But it's weird to, like, it's almost like they're like, trying to keep some elements to like, keep people happy, but it, like you said, it just takes you out of it a little bit. Where you start thinking about the animated one, and you start thinking like, "I wonder if this will happen," like it did in the car- in the cartoon movie.
0: Mm-hmm. And then the whole time I was just very um, aware and watching like every part of the screen. Where is Mushu?
1: Yeah, they. Ha-
0: there's not even like a little, uh, an allusion to him.
1: No, there's no. We listen. I was just waiting for live action Eddie Murphy to just show up.
0: Just show up. Just be like, hey, I'm Eddie Murphy. (laughs) Eddie Murphy's here!
1: time-traveling Eddie Murphy, (laughs) and I'm here to warn
0: you, (laughs) Wham-Lan. Yeah, I was hoping maybe just, like, they had, like, a lot of homages to, like, the previous movie. And I was just, just give me one little Mushu. There might have been one at the very beginning when she, there's, in front of her house, there's the two statues. There's the phoenix. And what is either a dog
1: yeah, or a Mushu? Yeah, it's either a Mushu or it's like a like the lion dog. And I don't know which one, and I don't know... I plan to rewatch it, like, with my partner, and then I plan to watch yeah. it a third time and just, like, Easter egg hunt because I can't... Which is, I think, one of the pros of this is I can Easter egg hunt now instead of being a mad lad and doing it, like, going to the movie six times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really enjoyed the experience because I could turn on closed captions, so I had a great time. Yeah,
1: closed captions <laughs> were amazing. a lot easier amazing. for me.
0: Yeah, that was great. Um, I'm going to pretend that little statue is Mushu. Okay. That's my little, little Mushu. I get why he wasn't in this movie, because he was a fabrication of Disney. And I don't want it to be like the live-action remake of Jungle Book.
1: Oh, God. Which is like
0: a pretty serious <laughs> film. And yeah, it's a pretty serious film and draws from like Rupert Kipling's jungle book stuff that like wasn't covered in the original animated version. But then it ha- just has the songs and they don't fit in. Right. So I'm glad we didn't get that. Um but man, do I really miss that um when Mulan in the original like is grabbing the sword mm-hmm. and she like cuts her hair, the music that played the score for that is would not fit in this movie but it is one of my favorite like score examples of like all film it is so like and I think it's so good and they
1: they they incorporated reflections throughout like that's like the one song I picked up on I feel I feel like there's another one I forgetting but they incorporated reflections into the this movie score so much they became like the mm-hmm. theme of it like anytime like there's like something dramatic that you heard like the like that would start and more like an orchestral. Uh, rendition of it mm-hmm. and it felt it like gave me chills but it kept wanting me like you said for that scene like even we don't even get the scene of when she runs away you like there's uh yeah. there's like a few scenes that like allude to that and she says eventually like she left in the cover of night and so again in your head you can kind of fill it in but I think not getting that like I think it's important to show that scene because what you get instead is a scene of just like they find the armor is yeah. gone and I think it's important to show her like take the sword, like, lead the note, like, and leave, and I think that's, uh, because it's a very powerful thing that she does, and it was very powerful to as a kid, and I think it's something mm-hmm. powerful to show, especially doing, like, a more historically set moment, like, in the animated one, they kind of talk about it, like, you know, it's dangerous. It being historically set, like, there's a scene where they're, like, training, and the commander's, like, you fuck up, I'll kill you, and that's it. Like that's that's yeah. it. <laughs> so
0: he's like, "I will just murder yeah, I'll you. I'll kill
1: you right here." Yeah,
0: it's <laughs> there's that PG <PG-13> thirteen rating. Yeah, <laughs> which is wild because there's no blood in this movie no. at all.
1: The fights are like very, like it-, it feels sterile. Yes,
0: they're sterile. I was like, I caught that like towards the end. I was just like oh, yeah, this is rated PG-13. And I was like, but why? Because, like, there's, like, sword fighting. Nothing hits, and you can see it. Like, the fights are still great. But, like, nothing is hitting at all. They never hit each other. Um,
1: They'll get hit with arrows. They never. Which is easy, because, like, an arrow, you don't see the blood, you know? Like, it it goes in you. But for the sword fighting... Yeah, every time
0: (laughs) someone... Yeah.
1: The sword fighting, it's always, Every
0: time someone gets hit... Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) The sword fighting,
1: it's always, like they eventually subdue them with like a punch instead and you're like wait what you have you both have swords
0: yeah and like whenever anyone gets hit with an arrow um they always grab the arrow so you can't even see where it has gone into the body yeah. like they just grab it like ugh. so yeah it, you yeah, know it's pretty pretty tame i'd watch it with like a i don't know a 10 year old ish it's fine there's no cussing no. um i feel like in this version you also don't get a lot of time between just Milan and her dad. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like that was kind of lost too, because like in the original one, they had like this bond and they do spend time like building that bond. Um, You kind of, that gets lost at the beginning. He says like, Oh, I shouldn't have um, let her harness Chi. Yeah. And he kind of says like how much he likes her, but you don't get to see that. And in a movie that's like so stunningly visual and like does like a couple other very subtle, like character things Mm -hmm. really well. Um, it just it sucks that that was lost and the reunion at the end also wasn't incredibly emotional either it wasn't like at the end of the original one Mulan comes into the garden where her dad is sitting like very sadly mm-hmm. and like he sees her and his eyes light up and like they embrace and oh it's so good but you, you don't get that in this one. yeah and you also don't get a lot of um, development with the um not not the guy from the other one what's his name oh starts with an
1: H <laughs> oh wow
0: mr love interest yeah
1: mr love interest um who i l- okay what one little spoiler I like that they're just buds
0: uh, yeah I wish they had spent more time being buds yeah together um just a little more time like less time on like the, the side like lang and poe and Yao. be <laughs> <laughs> the, the third one <laughs> the third one whom i forget um I wish like they had had like more time kind of like like, they have a talk together, and then there's, like, a really awkward scene um, at the lake.
1: Yeah, they do. They have the um, lake scene still. Sort of.
0: Yeah. Sort of. And I kind of just wish that was, like, a little more developed. Mm-hmm. And these are all, like, kind of minor gripes. This was still a very enjoyable film Yeah. Um, to watch, so. Yeah, I'll definitely say... I'm not, like... Or oh, I hate this.
1: I'll definitely say I really enjoyed <laughs> it. So I've seen a lot of Mulan. I... Mulan has been my favorite of the Disney Renaissance movies, movies, whatever you want to call them. Since, like since the first time I saw it, I was like, Mulan's my chick. So anytime a Mulan thing came out, I watched. I've seen a recording from a 1980s like Mulan play from China. Uh, I've seen there's a 2009 Chinese live action Mulan film that is also like more historically like accurate, quote unquote, because there's no. The, like, the... It's kind of like the... There's nothing that says definitively Mulan was a person. There is, like, a ballad for her that's, like, a poem about a woman warrior named Hua Mulan that maybe existed. Um, And some people dispute on... Maybe she was real. Yeah, and people dispute on if she was real or not because it's, like, that story is kind of out of place for the time period. Like, why would they, like, to write about a woman who was a warrior? But she also isn't in... There's, like, a collection of stories about biographies of historical women that were amazing from that time period that she's not in and mm-hmm. so people are historians aren't sure but there is a lot of tales about her that set at this ballad and a lot of legends her. and she's kind of been cemented in the cultural thinking in that way and then she got cemented in American culture of the Milan movie um in the 2009 she's film from China was pretty good I'm gonna
0: say something really dumb real quick do it <laughs> She's the Paul Bunyan of China.
1: Well, there you have it, everybody. Because we
0: don't know if he's real. There you go. Is Paul Bunyan real? (laughs) Did he eat all of those flapjacks? Where did he find babe? You know, Paul Bunyan's only like seven feet tall.
1: That's not that, you know, in my head, Paul Bunyan is always like 40 feet.
0: Right? And then I looked it up and like, they were like, oh, he was seven feet tall. And I was just like, I know people that You're like, oh, wait.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that makes me go like, oh okay, wait. Paul Bunyan might be real.
0: <laughs> he might be real. Anyway, back to Mugwan. If
1: a dude was seven feet tall in like I, oh wow, it was like eighteen seventeen, huh? I have no idea when Paul Bunyan was supposed to be alive. But if a dude was seven if a dude was six feet tall in the seventeen hundreds, they're like, Yeah, that didn't fucking happen, I don't believe you.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't know when Paul Bunyan was, it was like when in Michigan and Minnesota we were like real into destroying every tree, <laughs> so I don't know when that was. You know what would know,
1: be cool what, if we ripped out all these fucking trees, for what? I don't know, because?
0: Because we can, and Paul Bunyan, Paul B- this man, this- can get the most trees. <laughs> He's a very tall man. Um, He's seven feet tall.
1: Yeah, so Mulan's kind of like Paul Bunyan, I guess, in that people aren't sure she was real, but... <laughs> I I really enjoyed because it, it reminded me a lot of the two th- I thought about the two thousand chi- uh, Chinese Mulan film I saw, because um, that's similar. I think mm-hmm. I think the character in the movie is the same character from the two thousand and nine film. I couldn't check that. Um, so sidebar. Uh, I rented that two thousand and nine film from the family video near Grand Valley, which <laughs> is the college I went to in Allendale, Michigan. I don't know why they had this film. Getting this film I've found is not simple. I have no idea where they got it or why they were renting it out.
0: And you just stumbled into like a <laughs> liminal space family video and found a movie that can't be found anywhere else.
1: I was like, oh cool, another Mulan movie for me to watch. And then I I was like I haven't I didn't look it up like today, but I remember later on that year, I was like, I wanted to buy it, and it was, like, $70 on Amazon. I was like, oh, wait, no. is this movie not just a movie you can get? Is
0: is this rare? <laughs>
1: Family video, why do you have this movie?
0: Wait, so you think that there's a new character in this. Is that who you are talking about? You think that that M- yeah, like, Mr. character was played by...
1: No, no, not the same actor, but, like, I think it's the oh. same, uh, like, his, his name in the film, I believe, is the same from the, like, I think it's, like, uh, Name taken from one of the poems about Mulan.
0: Ah! Instead
1: of just having, uh, what, fuck, Shang? Shin? Shang?
0: Yeah, it was Shang.
1: Uh. I think. it, It feels a lot like they tried, they definitely tried harder to have, like, more accurate names than just, like, names that Americans were insane.
0: Yeah, definitely that original one changed all the names just to make them easier for an American audience to say. Um, even with Mulan's last name, because, like, it's, it's. Um, I'm sorry, my pronunciation is bad. It's Hwa yeah. in this one. And it was just pronounced Fa and like localized as F-A in the original. Yeah. So already they were um, trying to be more authentic, which I think is good. Mm-hmm. The costuming was pretty good. Yeah, it was colorful and it was nice, but it wasn't like too distracting. Um, there's some really, really ornate costumes as well um, for certain scenes, which are really cool. Um, so
1: you... You get to see the Chinese emperor, the son of heaven, as he is called, Mm -hmm. which is apt for the time period, and the way they did him up is... So, I like the original Mulan movie. The emperor in the original Mulan movie suffers a a little bit of racism. (laughs) But just, like, the way they depict him and, like, his mannerisms, and it's it's a little, like, like, this emperor is a lot more, um, oh, like... I'm I'm a weeb, so I think of Japan, but a lot more, like, shogun action hero emperor than, like, uh...
0: Yeah, he's, like, he's get-up-and-go yeah, emperor. He's
1: not, like, a very bad take on a Confucianism caricature, which is, like, the animated emperor is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, even, like, his garb, I think about the animated emperor, and the, they're clearly, like, I've seen a painting of Confucius once, and that's the emperor.
0: <laughs> that's what he looks like.
1: <laughs> Wrong! Yeah, incorrect. Um, but, yeah, his, uh, throne room is, like, amazing that's there's a scene where like he's in the throne room and all the scribes like all of the scribes are there and like all the attendants and it's very like the casting of this in terms of like extras and like background characters they make it feel like a like the the biggest city in the world at the time
0: Mm-hmm. yeah it's really good yeah
1: they didn't it's not um yeah That the armies that attack are not the I don't even want to say it, because I know it's not, like, good to say. <laughs> it's not the animated character villains. It is, like, the tribe that Disney decided to base them off of, which was, like, a roaming yeah, so, tribe that that did fight China throughout that.
0: Yeah, so, uh, phew. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I enjoyed this film. Yeah, but it's, like, I like the line where, like, one of the roving, um, band, like they have all this gold and like the leader's like, We can get so much more gold and like the guy's like, What is gold to a nomad? Like we travel. yeah Why do we need gold? And then the guy's just oh, like shit. Okay, <laughs> revenge. Yeah. Alright, how about revenge? Yeah, that's the <laughs> shit <laughs> No,
1: that was really good. I think that and and now you don't spend too much time with the villains in this like you do for some other Disney films, especially like the big Marvel movies they've released recently, like We the Villain. Um mm-hmm. You spend enough time to get to learn, like, oh, he's, like, a complex villain. No, he's just an asshole. Okay. Um, but I really... That, yeah. that one line was, like, I think showed you a lot of, like, what his motivations were versus what his people wanted. Because he's telling his people, like, mm-hmm. we can do whatever we want. And his people are, like... I mean, that's... We're not really here to, like, loot and pillage, which I think says a lot to, like, even that small throwaway. Because, like, in the animated Mulan, they're really just, like looting and pillaging, it seems like, for no reason, because mm-hmm. they're animated Disney villains, and yeah. it's for kids, and that that's fine, that's fine. Um, but in this film, like, you kind of see them do that for, like, a little bit of the film, and then he, like, has the big villain meeting where he's like, all right, everyone, now we're gonna get all the gold. And like Brenda said, the guy's like, I mean, we're not really here for... Go- like, I don't need gold. I don't really buy stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah. We travel, so... <laughs> <laughs> Why do we need all this gold? Overall, it's a good movie, it's good. and it's thirty dollars, so that's expensive. Yes. but
1: it is a lot of money. Uh, it will be out for free December fourth if you have Disney Plus, and if you don't have Disney Plus, then like, mm-hmm. you're still out of luck. Um, find a friend with Disney Plus, have a see if you can get a login. If there's a vaccine, see if you can have a watch party. Uh, because it's it's enjoyable. I. I can see, because there's a lot of argument around, like, oh, if we pay for it, they're going to start adding, like, pay blocks to, like, streaming and stuff, but I don't think I don't think people are going to get that wild with streaming services. I think we may see other premiere films come out like this. Like I said, like we said a few weeks ago, like, if it's, like, you can go see the new Spider-Man in theaters, or you can pay $30 to watch it at home as many times as you want, like, I'll probably, like, frankly, I'll probably do both, um because mm-hmm. being able to watch it being able to pause it when i had to pee being able to like turn on co- closed captioning like those extra features and the fact that i can watch it indefinitely that's worth 30 dollars like I, you'd buy the blu-ray for like 25
0: yeah so i don't i don't have too much of a problem with it it's on disney plus i can watch it on my phone i can watch it on my computer and i can watch it as much as i want mm-hmm. so and um yeah, getting to, like, get up. So, like, if something happens and I have to, like, go do something, like, and just being able to come back to it. Um, I do wish I had the opportunity to see it on a big screen. Yes. Because it's a, one of those movies that really needs to be seen on a big screen. Uh, it's not like Interstellar, where if I were to watch, like, I don't like Interstellar, but it's an example. Um, <laughs> if you watch Interstellar on your phone, it's just, uh, like, the most miserable experience. <laughs> not that I've done this, but... <laughs> like that's a movie that like maybe if i had seen it in theaters and not on my phone i would have loved it mulan i still got a lot out of it Mm -hmm. but i would go back to see it in theaters to see it in like the size and like the scope it was made to be seen
1: i would i would absolutely they re-released it next year or something um there is a sequel apparently uh which is mulan 2 yeah this is this is buck wild everyone they announced the sequel of April 2020 this year that there'd be a sequel to this movie that wasn't even out yet and they weren't sure if they'd ever get to release in
0: theaters. Well hopefully it does well and we can get a second one. Yeah. And hopefully Austin, I think you really like Mulan 2. Am I correct?
1: I think Mulan 2 is a fine movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think it's bad, but hopefully this this theatrical sequel is not the same plot as that one. I don't think
1: I don't <laughs> think it can be because they just haven't set it up, right? Like it's so like she's
0: yeah, it's not set up...
1: It's set up similarly, right? Like, we, we both know how it ends, so it it, it has some of the dress pieces, but it has to be different.
0: Yeah, has to be different.
1: Yeah, I think it's really cool. I think it did... I think it did... What, what I really enjoyed the most about it is it kept the theme of, like, Mulan being powerful through her... Like, her femness. Like, that's what made her powerful. Like, it kept that theme, but found a way to expand on that which is what i think like if they're going to do these like reusing the same ip like it, to me this could have been titled anything like the this is related to mulan mm-hmm. and like they used the name mulan and that's kind of it besides that theme of like yeah her power is that she is a woman like that's how she's powerful
0: this almost feels like this didn't have to be made by disney cuz like mulan is like you know isn't just doesn't just belong to yeah. disney it's just like it's a story that's out yeah. there so like this could have been like sony made a mulan Mm -hmm. movie um like it's so kind of separated from the original right aside from like you know a couple score bits and like some names um yeah it stands on its own which is what i feel like maybe like beauty and the beast and the jungle book don't no
1: i don't think they do and i feel like because i hate (laughs) like those two lion king doesn't really but like this film and i and i Mm -hmm. argue aladdin like the 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 not like the not-white ones stand on their own pretty strongly without, like, leaning just on mm-hmm. their cartoon source material. Um,
0: yeah. And 101 Dalmatians is also very good. <laughs> <laughs> Deep
1: cut. Do you think Okay, so do we make a new 101 Dalmatians animated based off the old live-action and then get another live-action one? Is that the cycle we have to do?
0: I think that's the cycle. I mean, I think... Maybe, did we already do that? There's a new Dalmatians TV show. Did you know this? There is? It's like called like 101 Dalmatian Court or street or something. No. Let me look this up. Let's see. It's on Disney Plus. I did not know that. Dalmash- Dalmatian. Dalmation. Dalmatian Street. Dalmatian. Dar- Darm Those
1: damn the Pokemon. those damn Dalmatian.
0: Damation.
1: <laughs> Damnation. Damnation.
0: Yeah, okay, um, there is a new Dalmatian cartoon, it's called 101 Dalmatian Street, and the here's the plot, the plot is Dolly, the adventures of Dolly and Dylan and their 97 brothers and sisters, along with Mom Delilah and Dad Doug. Now, I've only seen 100, we're, we're gonna end this pretty soon, but I've only seen 101 Dalmatians like 50 times, and I know for a fact that the name of the parent Dalmatians in 101 Dalmatians is Perdita and Pongo. Who's Doug? <laughs>
1: Hey, hey, Disney. Hey, Disney. Brenda's got some fucking notes for you.
0: Who the hell is Doug? Uh,
1: I also enjoy...
0: Who is Delilah? Hey there, <laughs> hey, hey Delilah. There, Delilah. <laughs> hey there, Delilah. I swear to God, you're not a Dalmatian.
1: <laughs> I really enjoy that they're like these two and the rest of them. <laughs> like they
0: have... <laughs> We're going to focus on two... Out of 101 Dalmatians. And
1: listen, I get it. I'm not asking to make 101 fursonas. I understand that's a difficult... <laughs> but in the, I remember from the film, there's like at least 10 of them that have like a distinct personality, right?
0: Yeah, there's Jewel and Rolly and Lucky and um, is that really all I've got?
1: Wow, you just played yourself.
0: Oh, wow. I thought I had more than that. Well, sometimes you play yourself on your own <laughs> This has Secret History of Nerd Mysteries, and music is provided by Freedom Trail Studios. You can find them on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's that's it, Miss Miss. Oh God, what's we came up with a fucking name, and I didn't write. Miss Nerd Mystorians, Mystorians, invest no
0: Mystorians. Yes,
1: that's it. Until the next mystery, Mystorians.
0: Who <laughs> is that girl? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my! Oh my God! Everyone, wait! Oh, Post credit scene. <laughs> uh, the the Mulan <laughs> movie at the end, they have a really beautiful uh, rendition of reflection that everyone should listen. to.
0: They have both a new version by uh, Christina Aguilera, who sang the original pop version of it, and a Chinese version as well. It's very good. Both are good. Please go. Listen. I definitely
1: meant the Chinese version, but also Christina's. Both are Sorry, good. Sorry, Christina.
0: She's like, how old is she? I don't know, Forty probably. now? Thirty?
1: She's got to before. Her voice still sounds really she, good. Christina Aguilera is an R.A., right? Like, she was a teenager when we were kids.
0: She, yeah, she can't be R.A. She was, Wait, a, she was. All right, then we'll be done. I have to look this she up. She was
1: a senior in high school when Jeannie in was coming out because when the song came out on her prom, everyone sat down.
0: <laughs> let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. <laughs> she's 39. Okay. Yeah.
1: I was like, she's at least like so a yeah, decade still, She still has a great voice. Yeah. Go watch Mulan. Alright, well, uh, thanks
0: for sticking around for this post-credit scene. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Go watch Mulan. Bye.